It's Friday, January 21st, 2022, and this is Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel Podcast. Uh, I'm Dennis, and I'll be your host as we review the latest Marvel happenings across all media, as well as the occasional off-brand superpowered story. Uh, and when I say we, I'm referring to an assembly of nerd Avengers that I'll waste no more time introducing. First up, he's back and ready to flex that PSN trophy count for 2021. It's Frank. Yeah, buddy. I love that that thing. I like seeing all the ways that I wasted my life away and how many hours I've spent doing things that I could have been do- being more productive with. You know, That's called pandemic therapy, dude. Yeah, definitely. That's what, what that is. What's really sad is that my numbers are pretty high on Xbox and Switch also. So Yeah. What uh, I'm what I'm sad about is the link doesn't work for me. I can't I can't get it to work. I, I want to know. So, what, what do you think your most played game of 2021 is? Uh, Mortal Kombat. Oh, I played that for a good few weeks, didn't I? Um, it, either a Mortal Kombat. Oh, Division. Movie. No, I didn't play that at all last year. Not 21. Um, Mortal Kombat or. I mean, I got some good Fortnite in in the last few week, few weeks of the year. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was enough to count. Um, but yeah, no, I I'm, I always like getting those uh, emails from them. I haven't gotten the email yet, so maybe that's why the link doesn't work for me yet. Because um, they know they like they don't all go out at the same time, I, I believe. Yeah. But whatever, them. I'll find out. I'll, I'll find out eventually uh, what my stats are, or I'll I'll rage all over the internet. Um, but let's, uh, let's get some more people out here. I, I just wanted to, to put that one out there into the world. Oh, by the way, I did, uh, I, I, I wanted to make sure the world knew, uh, Frank, you were in charge of trivia tonight and you actually created something that is usable by, uh, like all the audience so that they can all participate and they can all answer the questions themselves. So there's going to be a link, I believe that's going to be in our chat that, uh, is provided from Frank. Uh, there it is. It's in the chat already. Um, and so everybody who wants to play later when we do trivia, um, there's your link. Uh, I'm promising, I think that it's safe. Uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's good to go. It only shows my balls maybe twice. There you go. There and you that's go. it. That, that's cool. the best you can ask for, to be honest. All right. With that, let's move on to somebody else. Uh, let's get, um, uh, our man behind the switches, uh, fresh from the tones and I concert in Fortnite. It's Ricky. That shit sucked. <laughs> you went to see Tones and I, their one song? Uh, no, they did like uh, like 20 minutes. The experience bugged for me, so I didn't get any of the audio from the oh, concert. I just got yeah. the in-game audio. So, yeah. But yeah. I got to go to a concert with you. <laughs> he was that guy. You know You know how there's always mm-hmm. one guy at the concert that's just bumming out like the rest of everybody? And, like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't, yeah that was, you that you was even good. buy him nachos, the $10 yeah, I know, nachos? Right? It the was the weakest of, of the Fortnite concerts. I thought it was great. What's your favorite Fortnite concert, Ricky? Travis, no, the Travis Scott one was, was. Yeah, but that one's just standing around outside and watching the screen. This one was a whole interactive experience. Like it was, mm-hmm. it's. I would argue it's more Frank, than that. You're, Frank, you're, you're, you're interacting with the map, but. Frank, I'll take you to the concert later tonight if you want to go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Go it, to second base in Fortnite. With it's pretty tennis. cool. It's in, it's instance, so we can go and it'll just start brand new for us, like right when we go. Oh, that's cool. the two of you. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll wake a night of it. We'll go. So we just hear uh, Dance Monkey like for 20 minutes? No, they don't play that song. That was, <laughs> right, I, was right. kind of, like... I was kind of mad about that. I was a little mad about that. Okay, but the, maybe experience, not, maybe not. the experience was still cool. It was still okay. cool. Um, 
anyways, uh, we maybe I know Ricky's not going to join us, but maybe maybe uh, we can get our special guest to go to go to the concert with us tonight too. We'll see. Uh, let's bring him out here. He's been on the show many many times, uh, and it's because we love him. We love talking nerdy with him all night long. Um, it's welcome back, Nas. It's Nas man. Oh, it's Nas man. Okay. <laughs> I've been working out. That's when you grab the sword. <laughs> Whoa. Happy Friday. Thank you. Oh, man. You went a little too loud there. You went a little no, loud. I love it. Power. No, it's you perfect. Spiked, you spiked it. it a little bit there. Oh, sorry. Shit, man. It's good to have Nas back. But, but I like I like the enthusiasm though. When was yeah, the man. last time? The Nas and Mikey show? The For He Man. No, yeah, no, there was a Nas and Lacey show. That's For right. What? Oh, that's we what I missed. Yeah, yeah, we didn't we did a Nas and Lacey show like, uh, you know, Nas, I think that that was the coolest uh, feature like of, of Nas as a guest is you you slot right in with any other guest as well when needed. Um, so we actually brought you in twice last year to kind of fill in for one of these two guys if they yeah. if they weren't here for the for the uh, for the day. And that was pretty cool. And so, I am uh, compatible. Yeah. Like a Lego. I'll yeah, never you forget our, our legendary We Have Spoken Mando season two episode. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad I'm glad that you were willing to 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 um, make this your constellation prize since I didn't do we did, Ricky and I didn't do a podcast for uh, um, Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett. Right. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, so, I kinda I kinda had this gut instinct that it was gonna suck. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was and, pushing for some Boba Fett content. Are you at, still? At are you still pushing for it? Are you still pushing? I mean, we got we got the soapbox, so I got I got my <laughs> wish kind of. Out of curiosity, Nas, how or how are you enjoying the show on a scale of ten? I am enjoying uh, a solid seven point five to eight. I didn't like episode three. The other ones I've enjoyed quite a bit. What's the, mm. three? Is the one with the Power Rangers? The, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> the Gen Z, the Gen Z yeah. Rangers. I, I didn't, that. I didn't like episode four equally as much as three. Really, um, equally? Yeah, yeah. But That's I will, a... I will talk about that later because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to take take that spotlight away from or the spotlight away from the mostly Marvel show, and we're going to be doing um some stuff that's also not marvel as well later yeah but right. i did i did have a question for you and that's why i didn't want to go off topic because like i i wanted to make sure that you got to answer your your question of the new question of the year uh I, if you remember the last time or the first time you're on this show we asked you what marvel meant to you and yeah. you told a really cool story about how uh you used to pick comics off of a, of a rack at a, a local store and then go get ice cream and like go on vacation and your yeah. mom would read would read comic iron man comics to you and stuff like that and yeah it was really cool and that all ended up in the uh in the special uh video we made uh celebrating the year of our guests answering that question so i like I, I wanted to give you a chance to answer a different question especially since this year we're gonna be doing it a lot more like outside of marvel content you know, like right. uh, obviously we're doing Peacemaker this whole month um, and February as well. So my my question to you is, um, what nerd content outside of Marvel gives you life and why? Oh, uh, it's <laughs> it's action figure collecting, and it's uh, it's GI Joe in particular. Um, yeah. You probably know, I mean, GI Joe is probably my first love. And I mean, they're, 
technically they started at Marvel, so you could kind of call them a Marvel <laughs> property. I'll allow uh, it because I know yeah. I know how much it hurt when they they broke from Marvel. Yeah. Well, and and I actually uh, I like that because you'd you'd see hints of crossover. I think uh, I think uh, they referenced Spider Man a few times, and they were in New York, and uh, you know Jay Jonah Jameson showed up or something. And uh, yeah, it's it's GI Joe, um, and it's it's bizarre because you know the property doesn't have the lore is coming to an end. As a matter of fact, they they just announced IDW is losing the the comics. Uh, so the license is going to go to somebody else. There's rumors that, um, there's rumors that, uh, Kirkman's group is going to pick that up, yeah, I but, uh, that. I just, I, I love that. I love that. Uh, I, I like seeing the new stuff. I like looking at the old stuff. Um, that was kind of my superheroics at, uh, back in the day. Although, you know, uh, I, I did love, me some iron man and iron man slots nicely into some gi joe action uh nice enough uh so i uh i think that's that's what it is if, if but what, ever, what if was it ever, about gi joe what is it about gi joe yeah uh i think it's just the broad scope of semi-real world uh uh you know conflict and it, it can go from sci-fi to kind of gritty semi-realism to, uh, you know, stories about heroics and uh, villainy and uh, overcoming. And there's some really good stories in the old Marvel stuff that, uh, that Hama did uh, where you'd see like the difference between the G.I. Joes versus the Cobras and how the Cobras backstab each other all the time. But the G.I. Joes always sacrifice for one another. Uh, you get into the Devil's Due stuff. They did some really cool stuff with uh, with Snake Eyes, and uh, Snake Eyes, of course, is a is a huge uh, influence because he was the silent, strong type. Uh, it was actually, you know, we were talking about Boba Fett and this whole thing before the show. Now a lot of people are complaining about uh, that he talks too much. Snake Eyes never talked too much. Snake Eyes talked only just enough, and usually it was in a written form, and uh, he let his actions speak, and that there was that air of mystery that was only ever told by others about him, and so that was a huge part of it, for sure, um, and then you just have this giant ensemble of people who could do anything and fit into any, any role, and were always, like I said, looking out for one another, and there was little, uh, there was little uh, personalities that stu stuck out. In that story, you'd have like these quirky side characters like, um, like, uh, gosh, I, I wish I'd prepped. Uh, Ripcord in the comics was very different from who he was in the movie, and he had this huge arc. Uh, a lot of the villains got a lot of time. Zartan had a whole arc where he was he was bad, and then he was wanted to be good, and then he got brainwashed and he was bad again, and uh, it was just very cool. So, um, yeah, if you if you line up a, a picture of 100 G.I. Joes and 100 Marvel characters, all the obscure ones, I'll be able to name all the Joes. A lot of the Marvel guys, you know, I have to come to you and, and say, hey, man, what's uh, who is this guy? I never heard of, you know. Yeah. I can't even tell you who I haven't heard of, but I can tell you who's in G.I. Joe. And we've had those discussions ourselves where, like, I can tell you all that, all that lore. So that that's that's probably my biggest nerd nerd out outside of uh outside of marvel
and comics. But it is comics. It all goes back to comics. Uh, did we ask you on your, your takes on G.I. Joe Snake Eyes movie? We did. We did. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I, listen, one, one I, of you wasn't here. One of you wasn't here. I enjoy a lot of, I, I enjoy almost every take on the G.I. Joe stuff, but that was definitely not one that's like super memorable. And I don't hold to that one. There was nothing in that that, that wasn't done better in other media. Right. Right. Cool. Yeah. Frank, you got any questions for him? Uh, not right now. I'm trying to figure out how to remove that link that I asked you guys well, to put well, up there. Oh, you asked us not to put that up there? Yes, I did. I said, don't put it up there until we're ready to play. <clears throat> oh. But, I, but now, now I have to say that live, and it makes it all awkward. Like, no, no, daddy no. no, no. Mommy at the dinner no table. I, just, I just saw your chat. Um, no, I can't so take it down. Here, here's, the, here's the trick. Here, I removed it. Uh, the reason I didn't want... Oh, wait. Did you just get muted? Uh, the reason I was afraid to remove your link, Frank, is because um, for all the audience listening later, if it's not there, it'd be awkward. But if you need it, if you need it to be there later in the show, that's fine. That's what I said earlier before uh, we even started the show. We missed it. I missed exactly it. What I said. I, I missed it because everybody wanted to talk about Boba Fett and everything really quick. Um, I got it. It's gone. It's apart, it's, guys. It's gone. The shows the shows falling apart. Uh, we got it all worked out. But um, I do have some other formalities. I'll get out of the way. I, I do want to say at least Ricky didn't end the broadcast, and then uh, you know we restarted. I can end it, it real so. quick. You want me to end it? No, no, I please don't. I end dare it. you. Double start double over, guys. Don't do it again. Let's do everything from the beginning. We already did the soapbox pre-show. Let's just Let's start again. over. Formalities out of the way. <laughs> Worst hey, show to ever. Studios, about the super fun show we have in store for you. As advertised, we'll be putting a spotlight on Peacemaker episode four. But before that, we have some nerd news to discuss and a round of trivia that Frank's still getting the kinks worked out of called Contest of Champions. Uh, for those of you joining us live, don't be shy. We'll be checking the comments regularly. And if you can't get enough of us, you should visit patreon.com slash denxmedia, where you'll find a variety of creative offerings, including recent episodes of our live after show, Soapbox. Patrons get exclusive access to chat with us. But if that's not your thing, don't worry. We'll be releasing it to the public next week. Okay, cool. I got that out of the way. Nas, before we go on to the news, you finished a, a novel. I did. Yeah, congrats. I, I Thank you. I, I was writing it uh, uh, for about a year and a half. Um, it's way too long for the subject matter. It's a very, it started and I tried to make it a very pulpy novel, an adventure story about that's like a modern day Doc Savage type team. And uh, it's ended up being 500 pages and way too many words. And so now the trick is whittling down all that superfluous garbage that I wrote into it so that it's actually readable. But I finished the first draft, and so I'm pretty happy about that. Wow. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. I got it That's mixed up. I thought I'm like, like Doc, Doc Savage is the guy with the green well. hair that shows up in Hulk, right? Huh? Oh, Doc. Uh, he he was not Doc Savage. That's Doc Samson. No, that's Doc, Doc Samson. Samson. Doc Samson. Samson. You're, you're thinking of the green guy with the green mohawk that Eric Larson drew a lot of. Oh yeah, Savage Dragon. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What I was that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old Savage Dragon. No, I, I'm looking at Doc Savage now. He's like those ten cent novel things. Yeah. Yeah. He was a hero like in the 30s. He uh, was the precursor. His name was Clark Savage. He was uh, raised like by super science to fight evil 
And uh, he had a Fortress of Solitude before Clark Kent had a Fortress of Solitude. He's a real, uh, he had a team before there was super teams, you know. Um, he was like the precursor to a lot of what we understand in superhero uh, stuff. Uh, now, Man of Bronze, that's exactly correct. And uh, he's made he's, out of bronze. Great. And so the no, stuff I did out. was, uh, the, the thing I wrote was definitely uh, influenced by Doc Savage. My uh, protagonist's name who leads this team of troubleshooters is called Will Brandish. And uh, he's got some similar but different uh, traits. He was actually raised by a uh, supervillain to take over the world and then turned away from that at some point in his long life. And uh, That's why you got uh, mad at Shang-Chi last year, huh? That's why I got mad at Shang-Chi last year. Because, uh, Did you get mad at Invincible? Similar. Uh, no. Nope. No, uh, Invincible is great, but totally different. <laughs> no one gets Chunky different enough too. I no mean, one, listen, it's all no one does except Frank. It's a, I got mad at Star Wars because Luke Skywalker. You know, I mean, what what am I gonna do? What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. So it's good. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, let us know when you're ready to like promote that, and uh, yes, we'll, we'll let all of our three followers know about another it. year mm-hmm. and a half. I'm sure. Yeah, um, before yeah. I can do anything, we'll still be in the pandemic. So we're good. Yeah, yeah, we we'll still. Be. That sounds really cool. Plenty of time. How many? How many pages is is it so far? Five hundred. You said right. Five hundred now, 500? Oh, okay. which is, like I said, way too many. Are uh, you gonna like, keep a copy of that so that we can request the Nas cut? Yeah, the Nas cut. No one wants. No one's gonna want to read the Nas cut. The director's cut of a book. Yes, I'll probably keep a copy of that somewhere, but no one's going <laughs> to turn each page into an NFT. And <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'll sell it uh, for thousands and then uh, keep it. And then when NFTs go the way of the dodo, I also will go to the way of the dodo. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, just to extend the 500 page read, I'm going to turn the pages like really slowly. That's a good idea. It helps. You know, <laughs> you know, we can't see your hands on the screen. So. No, it's fine. I can so, see okay. them. That's what's important. I know what he did with the motion. You know what they're doing. Yeah, we know. I mean, I'm making stir I mean, fry. I could guess other things he's doing down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lateral hand. All right. <laughs> I think that was enough. Did, did we did we buy you some time there, Ricky? Because I know, I know you said the news is going to be a little short today. No, yeah. I, I didn't need time. I thought he said the short. opposite of that. Yeah. Oh. I thought, okay. I, I'm just going to check out, guys. Let's roll it. <laughs> so it is news time. Um, well, sheesh. After that intro, I don't want to go right into it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> do you want the <laughs> Let's, um, let's just ruminate on the on the intro, guys. No, 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 Ricky. Don't start with that. Why are you don't start? I wanted with to get that? it out of the yeah. All right, let's just get it out of the way. Pull it off like a bandit. All Ricky. right, fine. No, it was a bummer. Um You're not uh, even gonna talk about the trailer first. You're supposed to lead into it with the trailer. No, that's disrespectful. No, you always start with the bad and yeah. then you end on a high okay. note. All right, yeah. fine. Um, and the high note is we're going to end on night his, actor uh, Gaspar yeah. Gaspar Yuil um, passed away over the weekend uh, at age 37 in an unfortunate skiing accident. Um, uh, he was kind of known for Hannibal. He played young Hannibal on the TV show, uh, but he was actually going to be Hannibal, Hannibal Rising. Rising. 
but he was going to yeah. be playing Midnight Man in uh, Moon Knight. So it was it was kind of a uh, a bummer, you know, obviously lose anyone. But uh, this so was a just big... to be clear. Just to be clear, he is still playing. He is character. still playing that character. The like show that's all filmed and done. Yeah, yeah they're so, doing yeah. like Weekend at Bernie's. So hopefully, the character, you know, is not so <laughs> lovable that we're going to be upset if there's a season two and they got to replace him. You know, yes. he's going to be the next like Heath Ledger or the next uh, Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> well, it's, it was just a bummer because, like, as we kind of teased last week, the Moon Knight stuff was going to be coming soon. And it it did, you know, we did get a Moon Knight trailer over the over the weekend, um, airing during the Monday night uh, football game. And uh, let's segue to that. <laughs> what did you guys think of uh, Moon Knight? My favorite actor on it was Gaspard Uliel. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't even remember him. In the I, I really like Louis Anderson in, the trailer. in that trailer. I thought he was really yeah. charming. Uh, I'm gonna let you guys talk about that trailer uh, a little bit. I actually, I actually haven't seen it. I've been meaning really? to see it. Oh it's literally it's one of like my tabs thirty seconds, right Frank. No, I got. I don't have time for that stuff. It's not thirty seconds. It's like a minute and a half. I, I liked it. I mean, I don't know that much about the character, but uh, I do like. Uh, I like uh, the guy I'm watching playing it right now. I like him so much. I can't think of his name. Why is it so Friday Oscar night? Isaac. Man? Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Right. Apocalypse. Anyway, uh, I like Apocalypse. I like this, the look of Moon Knight here. I like that he looks like Ooh, a mummy. Yeah. Um, I like, I, I'm not really sure that I like that they revealed that he's very clearly not who he thinks he is. Uh, because like associative disorder. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like that would have been a nice reveal in the show. Um, I agree. Two I agree. personalities I agree. in the trailer, right? Yeah, but I'm I'm saying that could have been a whole reveal mm -hmm. yeah. in like the first episode. Well, of the show. I, I almost yeah. guarantee that's the end of the first episode. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you it know is. what I mean. And it's like that's the whole point of of putting Moon it Knight. into the show yeah. is you mm -hmm. reveal something about this guy that you show yeah. is all weak all the way up through it, and then you reveal it. But Disney gonna Disney, I yeah. guess. And, I don't know. I think yeah. the reveal will be what is the true story you know i think that's it, the end one well no that's not the reveal because that's the trick with moon knight is you never know like mm -hmm. which one is the true story yeah. like that's and that's the fun of the character it's like you know like i read i read the charlie houston uh run with david finch um and because people had always recommended moon knight to me and when i picked that up i was like this is crazy what is going on in this and like yeah, the more you read it, the more you realize Moon Knight is not all there in his, in, in his head. And that's the fun of Moon Knight mm -hmm. is learning that. But like, I didn't know that going into Moon Knight and I was happier for that. So I agree with Nas that I think that's that's a bummer that we're just leading with that. Do I think it's cool that they're also uh, expanding their, their, their range of, of representation? to include uh, mental disorders and stuff like that. Yes, I do think that's cool. Mm -hmm. And so I can forgive because I know that they're going to reach a, an audience that they probably want to reach because they marketed it that way. But it is, it was something fun reading Moon Knight comics to be able well, to actually, like. Funny that you mentioned that uh, this, aside from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer that aired in the Super Bowl last year, this is the most viewed Marvel Disney plus first trailer ever. Or yeah, because I, I think people want to know what the heck it is, you know. Mm -hmm. like, and look at the poster; got a little blood on the on the moon ring or whatever it's called, right? That's kind of mm, crescent little, crescent darts, I think. Crescent, crescent darts. darts. 
Moonerang sounds cooler. Is that is that right? Uh, Frank Crescent Darts, I think. Crescent. I don't think that that one's a Crescent Dart, is it? I don't know. Oh, Did you say mood ring? Mood ring, like battering. When he's uh, yeah. upset. Well, I mean, sure. I'm down. I'm down to watch it. I mean, obviously, we're gonna do a whole show about it every week for obviously like, six, weeks, six obviously. weeks. So hopefully, it's good. It's a Frank, crescent wait. blade. Yeah, crescent wait. blade. First reaction, Frank. You watch the trailer right now. I'm watching it as we go. I'm about one thirty-three out of one fifty-seven of it, and this I'm guy's watching. all. It's thirty seconds long. All right, we'll touch back in with Frank. Um, we'll check back in with Frank. Uh, guys, I'm here watching. I'm here on the scene watching Moon Knight. Clark's, Clark's in the audience giving his take. I'm looking forward to Marvel going in some new directions. Just like Dennis said, more representation and unique stories. There you go. It, it looks cool. Um, I think my main gripe with it right now is that his costume is like hella Green Lantern CG'd. Yeah. Like, looks yeah. pretty bad. But it could be better you know when it comes out like yeah, like yeah. like yeah they're they're pretty good like like i don't know if you've still watched if you still haven't watched the eternals yet but like oh, those yeah. deviants look way better in the movie than they did in the trailers they did yeah i saw it the other day and i was very pleased Blue that they spaghetti. looked far better yeah also it, it, those trailer can we talk about that for a second listen that <laughs> freaking movie man the, those trailers and the whole everything leading up to that movie did that movie zero justice yeah that movie really actually did. had it some really, really good ideas it really and when did. i watched it i expected to dislike it and i ended up liking it quite a bit and i uh, ended up liking i ended up liking all the characters i ended up mm -hmm. liking the way they presented the humor i ended up liking their existential crises there were some things they could have done better but in general yeah. i liked that movie i did not and and some of the worst, the most egregious things that they did in the trailers to make like, you know, uh, <laughs> record skip jokes in the trailers didn't even play that way yeah. in the yep. film. And mm -hmm. it was so frustratingly lame that we yeah. had those trailers that really ruined it. Well, I mean, I'm sure those trailers are, you know, uh, run through test audience after test audience to optimize I don't believe for, you. for mass mass appeal, right? Like, <laughs> I don't. You gotta, you. Yeah, you I don't know if I believe work. that. I don't. I don't know if I believe you. that either. I don't know if. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know if they if they are uh, testing those trailers among uh, like uh, outside of internal groups that you know work in the company. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. I think they think they have a formula and they have a group that they hire to do those trailers. And and it has to fit the formula, and sometimes um, those trailers don't hit. Like, uh, like I I hated the Spider Man trailers too. You know, I really did. Yeah. And I don't I don't think those trailers did the movie uh, justice either. Right. Um. Uh. But I think those trailers did what they wanted it to. That movie didn't uh, need your justice. It, <laughs> it made enough money without no, it. That, that, no, that movie didn't. That movie didn't need the trailers. Is is really the point? Which I yeah. was always making that point. Is they could have they could have just not shown us those. Those Sony would fine. never have the balls to do. No, no studio would ever have the balls. I wouldn't to do that. say never. I wouldn't say never. Um, never say never. That's so that's if if it's a if it's a marketing gimmick that can be executed for the first time and then hailed for for its ingenuity. The one that done. did it for the first it'll time in recent would be the Cloverfield paradox. But it didn't really. It's still oh, well, oh that oh the second yeah, the yeah, Cloverfield yeah. regular. Did no, the second, well, the, no, the, well. No, no I'm saying I'm saying the Cloverfield regular did it best. 
Well, they because, they yeah. got trailers uh, like a few weeks before the movie came out, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah they that's did. Sort of, but 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 I mean, they, the paradox. They, uh, they had Mickey's already... right. It just dropped instantly. Uh, the Taylor yeah, the trailer went out on... garbage. Yeah, yeah. it was hot garbage. Yeah, was I was trying to think garbage. of one that was a pretty good movie, and I think regular Cloverfield. Ten. The second good. Cloverfield dropped the trailer like a month out, and it was a it was like it was just one, and that one's pretty good. That movie's the best of them. Yeah. Then yeah, Cloverfield Lane. And mm-hmm. uh, what I like is that it it seemed less connected to the first one than the Cloverfield Paradox scene. Obviously, con- they tried to connect it to the first they movie. They tried to ham-fist it. Not ham- ham- well, the, the, the Cloverfield Paradox, that was... If now we're getting like on a tangent. Oh, no. That was an entirely different movie. I know where you're, know yeah. where you're going, and you got to show some restraint. And, um, you can show some no, restraint. No, long story short, we, when Bad Robot been... bought it, they tweaked it to fit it into a Cloverfield movie. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways. And it didn't work. It, it didn't work. So, it did not work. I'm glad but, you liked Eternals. Let's move on to the other news. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty, I like that movie. We got a new Kickstarter for a Marvel version of Zombie Side. Um, it launched earlier this week. Pull up the page for us real quick. Did it launch earlier this week? I thought it only has 15 days left, or like a few days left. I'm not sure if it launched earlier this week, but it definitely got marketed like a lot bigger. Who? Mm -hmm. Wow. It's got 12 days to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, twelve days to go. Four million already. They made. So wow. it's basically a Marvel Zombies spin on uh, the popular Zombicide game. I've never yeah. played this game, Frank. Frank, you said you love this game. It, it, can you tell me about it? Yeah, it's great. Um, it's a uh, uh, how can I put it? It's a cooperative board <laughs> game where you're a bunch of survivors. Each survivor has like a different talent, and you're kind of searching around for items. And there's there's usually some way to get out of them or to win. Um, either by killing all the zombies or like getting from point A to point B or like collecting a series of items or something like that. Each, um, each game scenario has different ways to win and um, the zombies spawn randomly. So you can totally get effed and like swarmed by zombies. If you're completely unlucky. Are you excited about this game? I'm very excited about it this looks game. Cool. Yeah. Have you, have you backed it already? Uh, I, to be honest, I forgot about it until we're Galactus talking about it right now. right now. So I'm going to back it right now. Um, I've got another game called Final Girl, where you play the final girl of a horror uh, movie. Um, yeah. I'm backing season two of that, so I totally forgot about that, too. So I need to back them right now. Nice. I don't know about you guys, but it always leaves like a scummy taste in my mouth when like a, a bigger property like a Marvel does a Kickstarter. You know? That's, I was just going to say, what state is Marvel in that they have to, like anything has to kickstart? with the marvel name i it's just weird to me that this business would lease from marvel and it would be a kickstarter well i think it's i think it's to really like to to hone in on like who your audience is and like only only you know make to order you know for that Mm -hmm. for that audience i think that's what it is it's like it's like i mean are you really upset that that galactus and sentinels got kickstarted i mean basically yeah, but they're doing uh, there's a the little bit of being upset about it. Not, not too much. But Haslab is different from a Kickstarter, even. Mm-hmm. And Kickstarter, yeah. I, I think, I guess, I guess my issue isn't so much the crowdfunding presale because I think that there is something to that. Like, I did the same thing with uh, Hero Quest mm-hmm. through Haslab. Mm-hmm. 
but the thing about hero quest through haslab is they they are now selling it to the mass market yeah and, and they'll probably do, do with... the same thing with this yeah, thing right exactly. like they said okay we see that there's enough uh interest right but i think there's something weird about like uh like ricky was saying like there's something weird these like i feel days. like it's for like the indies right you want the yeah it's for the little because guy sure. because it takes, for sure for sure because they're invading into the space of people who are like trying to present a new idea and mm -hmm. so now you have these kickstarters yeah. that are going oh we'll just stomp on the new ideas too like for we sure. were already stomping on the new ideas with our business because we have like all the audience yeah well now we'll get into kickstarter and now we'll take your kickstarter money also and so you're not even looking at these new ideas. So that's, that's kind of frustrating. I get you. If you have if you have a, a, a Kickstarter allowance, then for sure they're taking yeah. they're taking their yeah. a, a bigger slice of the pie than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, and the Galactus uh, the Galactus pledge is like four hundred ten bucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Gonna have to do it. Like yeah, I bet you that Galactus is way smaller than the one I get next year. Wait, <laughs> not next year. This year. This year. We can make them fight. Is that Galactus 400 bucks? We'll in? see if it's this uh, year. Mine, yeah, mine we'll was, I was... I thought it was four. I thought it ended at four. Uh, mine is four, but it's... Yeah. and But the one Frank's getting is 410. 410. <laughs> You're getting it and, and I get a free Zombicide <laughs> game with it. And I get, you get an unpainted <laughs> Galactus with no articulation. I yeah. get I get Silver Surfer and Morg and, and Frankie Ray. I get a bunch of different heroes, it looks like. <laughs> and, and a zombie form head congratulations anyways speaking of marvel legends i think you had one last one last piece of news right um we had two but we can just skip the oh, one yeah. and go right to yours oh let's go to the marvel legends roundup yeah what oh, you got okay. for me cool oh what do i got for you i thought you were gonna bring this one since i didn't have uh, the actual news but i do i do know for uh for this week it's it's i'm gonna say it's it's um rumor more than news at this exact moment uh supposedly there were leaks that went out um uh, a bunch of the listings that are going to be for the spider-man 16th anniversary celebration that marvel's doing so there's a lot of different figures that potentially are going to be made and and probably announced within within days i would say like um in the rumor is marvel's or hasbro is going to do something on the 27th where they start doing uh, a live stream or start announcing figures or whatever um it could be later than that but so far the 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 it's a bunch of different figures not just one wave it's all under the sub line of 60th anniversary we've got null and venom two pack um because we saw that null figure last last year presumably the venom that's going to be packed with them is going to be a repaint of that animated series one that we saw last uh last pulse con uh cool. which which everybody wanted everybody wanted the the clean painted one that didn't have the red and blue colors uh spider verse penny and spider two pack since those are the only two characters that they have not made marvel legends of from into the spider verse as far as the that's the, cool one. the hero team uh supposedly they're doing a homecoming uh, two pack of Ned and Peter, so you can get them. I think out of costume. I remember at the last live stream, one of the teases they showed was like a ba a school backpack. So I'm gonna guess that's, that's that backpack is for Peter Parker. Um, and then another one, Frank. I don't know if you're if this one excites you. 
Supposedly, they're doing a two-pack of Renew Your Vows, Spinneret, and Spider-Man. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Are you familiar with who Spinneret is, uh, Nas? No. That's Mary Jane uh, with spider powers in an wow. alternate universe. Alternate that's her universe. name, Spinneret? Spinneret, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a spinner, yeah. but you know. You know what it is. Yeah. She is good SEO. Spinneret. I, mean, I like I her think... costume, though. Her costume's cool. I think it's we like more yeah. ets in Marvel. Hulk it. No, it's not. It's the, not no. at like that. Like the actual Marvel name at. of. I think that's the name of the 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 part of the Marvel. body on the spider that that creates the. the web. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's not e t t e. It's not that kind of et. It's just. Oh, but it is though. Like oh, the noun. Oh, but it sure. is. But it's uh, okay. I got no, but, Do you guys remember um um Super Mario by the Super Show? Yeah. Orbit. Yeah, okay. It, it was like when, when they touched the, the fire flower. Like, if you can imagine uh, Peter Parker touching the fire flower and then becoming Spinneret, that's basically the costume scheme. Like, all <laughs> the blue stuff becomes white, and then he keeps, like, the red. Like, it's super weird. It, it's cool. I like it. I enjoy it. That's that's sick. <laughs> I, I can't wait to fucking buy toys again, which what I don't about, want to do. What about uh, t- Amazing Fantasy 15 Spider-Man? It's pretty cool. Does it come with the dude? Random, random dude that you want? That would be so awesome if it did. Fabric nets or plastic nets? I think with the I'd armpit a, nets, yeah. I think I'd want a fabric. Yeah, but I wouldn't be opposed to seeing the armpit net if they, because you know they've done like Spider Woman. They've done it so she has two different, uh, uh, two different positions of of the the armpit web. So she she has one that's fanned out and then one that where her arms are down. Mm-hmm. That makes it a little bit more poseable. I'm actually super stoked about that Toei Japanese Spider-Man. Well, I was yeah. just gonna say it, but there you go. Yeah, uh, they're they're That's supposedly cool. they're doing uh, the emissary of death. Himself. I thought he's the emissary of hell. Spider-Man. Yes, Because I have his. I have the soul of Chigokin. I know you do. What? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Do they, do they? That's a nice set. The, the leopard on. I wanted it so on. bad, except for the fact that he just doesn't scale the way I need it. You got to get the car. Yeah. He needs the car. No, the he needs. He has all of it. He has all of it. And it comes with a car. No, I'm saying the, the legend figure needs the car. Yeah. Oh, the car is too big. Then I got to make that. And then they're also supposedly doing a. Oh well, we know that uh, Iron Spider was was already announced uh, last year. It's a good looking figure. Off. And then supposedly they're doing an animated uh, Spider-Man from the '90s cartoon, mm. um, so we can get that version of him. I'm gonna assume he's gonna have all the the light colors, the lighting colors, the way the Venom did earlier in the year. You know, so did he's gonna have Spider Blood, radioactive Spider Blood. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. Did your symbiote Spider-Man yes. come in yet from the show? I, yeah, I got that like last year. The black, the new black one. Oh, not, the not Spider-Man. The black, no. Sorry, no, the Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. That has a, global shipping delays have have caused everything uh-huh. to uh, be held up. Uh, I am getting some Fantastic Four figures tomorrow, uh, but that's about <clears> it. That's all I'm getting right now. And then also, by the way, if you want to consider the uh, the leaks, um, there were some Black Panther Wakanda Forever leaks as well. Just as far as uh, two comic book figures that are going to be included in the wave, there's going to be another Black Panther. Who knows what version it's going to be? Uh, and then there's also supposedly going to be a Hator Zarazi. That is, I'm kind of bummed about that because that's a that's technically an army builder. That's that's a a special forces group of 
the the black panthers they actually all look like white panthers but um we'll see we'll see if any of these rumors oh, are true. Um, I, I believe probably a lot of them are do we have any that... idea what this the plot of this new movie is going to be <laughs> i don't want to speculate it because it's going to hurt my brain yeah well it's on dennis's note what is the dory Milaje uh special ops team called you, you mean the dory Milaje? there is a, a team within them that does black ops uh i think I, it's called it, like midnight it, something i'm not sure um but anyways it up. back in back uh last year they announced that ryan coogler was doing a wakanda based show and that had come out this week as well that's it's going to be based off of that particular group Midnight nice. Angels. Midnight Angels. There you go. That's cool. I didn't know about that. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, I think that's all we got for the news because I we do got to get to Frank's game before we Yeah, we got Frank's fun paper. game. But I just want a shout out to some of the people that are in the audience right now. Hey, how's it going? Uh, welcome back uh, to our, our fellow uh, fans. And uh, we'll be chatting more with you. But get ready now to do some trivia with us and enjoy the game that Frank's put together. Go for it, Ricky. <laughs> all right is that me talking sorry. Okay, i talked good. too long about toys i'm sorry that's what Very happens good. all nope. i'm thinking about is the dora nick and Malage, and uh <laughs> sounds really cool okay Go so i got a Got a trivia game. Uh, we could all take turns playing it. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll definitely school you guys at it. So um, go ahead and uh, play. I see Ricky's got his queued up. I got already. my queued up. Should I go first? Yeah. So you go. Why don't you go first? We're gonna put a link in the chat so you can play your own game if you want to. Ricky, did you give him the link? Can I can I click on my uh, play button? Mm, not yet. Not yet. Let's just wait for. Uh, Wait for Ricky to do it. That way we could see how you guys answer live. All right. All right. I'm going to drop the this. link in the chat real quick. Everyone has it. Let's do this, guys. Okay. All righty. Okay. Can I press play now? No, hold on. Wait. For... Okay. <laughs> wait. Okay. Wait. Wait for Ricky. Wait for Ricky to finish his, uh, his game. Oh, man. Yes. This is hard. All right. Oh, just to read uh, for for our listeners. New okay. Mutants. Which character featured in the film was not on the original New Mutants team? Sunspot, Magic, Mirage, Cannonball. Magic. She seems newer. Nice. Yeah, she was on the second team. Good job. Hawkeye. Which of these is not the name of one of Clint's children? Cooper, Dinah, Lila, Nathaniel. Oh, it's not Cooper. Oh Ooh. my God. Next Wave. Who was not a member of the Next Wave squad? Dirk Anger, Tabitha Smith, Machine Man, The Captain. Sorry, I'm trying to, it's hard Ooh, to Oh, we got it. Yeah. Suicide Squad. What comic book series did the original incarnation of the Suicide Squad first appear? Action Comics, Justice League International, Brave and the Bold, Suicide Squad. Was it Brave and the Bold? Yeah. You got it, nice. Mm-hmm. Oh Blade Two. What is the name of the group of vampires that? Yeah, he already got the blood. blood. Well, you gotta. Hey, wait, wait. For the record, you gotta let it him read the question out for the people listening. Nope, nope. Screw the people at home. <laughs> Screw the people Rick, listening. Ricky, Ricky, 
You're, I'm you're making this I bad, play to win. You're making this a bad experience for the people who if are downloading our our podcast to listen to it. If you're visually impaired, you can't oh, you can't participate man. in this game. And then if you click on the high scores button, Ricky, you can well, see your. That was super there. not fun because I didn't <laughs> even get to like listen to all the questions. Well, no, Dig you're gonna get your own right now when you when you load it up. Yeah, go well, and load yours up now. But yours oh, no, are going different. That's let's, the point. let's let Nas go next. Nas can go. I'm terrified. Okay, I'm gonna oh. press play. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Sir John just asked this question really quick before we do that. Is New Mutants watchable? <laughs> Sir John, go back and find our episode from last year mm-hmm. uh, where we we sing all the praises of that movie because that movie is super fun. And if you haven't watched it, shame on you. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good movie. It's, it's just kind of, um, I wouldn't say shame on him, but I can understand the, the shame being apprehensive about watching it because the, 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 the previews didn't do it very, very no, much justice. A lot of COVID hit that movie hard. Yeah. All right, Nods, and the merger. I don't, I don't think you can share your screen. So okay, you're going to have to read our questions to us. I'll right? proxy play for Nas, Nas then. So that's cool. Oh, okay. Uh, um, let me get. I accept shame. Thank you. Let me. <laughs> I, I'm glad that you do. That's cool. Niles, I'll play for you. You could play. You could play it again on your own time. Okay. I mean, I can read it. Yeah, he can read. Them. It doesn't matter. It's the same questions. Next wave. Who is not a member of the next wave squad? Some some of them do. They're pretty random. The questions okay. are random. Oh. Okay. okay. Yeah. If you could read it, go go for it. <laughs> Uh, and I don't even, I can't even remember the right answer. Who was not a member of the Next Wave squad? Dirk <laughs> Anger, Tabitha Smith, Machine Man, or the Captain? I know Machine Man and the Captain were members. Uh, so I'm going to phone a friend and call on Tabitha Smith, and I failed. Oh. <laughs> Dirk Anger was my second choice. Of He's the two. villain. He's the uh, villain. Amazing of the story. Spider-Man, after the incident on the basketball court, Uncle Ben tells Gwen he is <clears throat> cheating on Aunt May. Where's <laughs> yeah, that? That's it. Wait, that's the one. Shoot. Uh, no, Peter's uncle, Peter's probation officer, so Peter's crazy. tutor, a pathological liar. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Uh, is this it from the movie? Yeah. Amazing yeah. Spider Man? Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. Uncle Ben was in that? Uncle yes, ben was in that. it's, yeah, it's Martin Sheen. It's probation Martin officer. Sheen. Martin Sheen. He's oh, actually he's like, blood. He's, Uncle he's Ben tells like, Gwen he is the president of the United States. Peter's uncle. Wrong. Okay. Howard the Duck. I'm zero for zero, guys. <laughs> Howard, is, the Howard, duck. The, Howard the Duck. You'll, you'll make it up. What was the place the unemployment office sent Howard to work? Ocean of Love. Volcano of Love. <laughs> I know Lava of Love. Tunnel of Love. <sighs> What's it? Volcano? I have to remember this from 1985. Oh, um, I'm going to go with uh, it's volcano, right? Tunnel of love fail. Nah. Okay. Loki, <laughs> which classic arcade cabinet appeared in the Loki hideout? Donkey Kong, Joust, Heimdall, or Polybius? Polybius. I knew nice. that. Uh, nice. Spider-Man, who first calls him Webhead? The Green Goblin, J. Jonah Jameson, the wrestling ring owner, Bonesaw. Oh, that's that's rough. I'm going to go with... These questions are too hard, Frank. They're awesome. I'm going to go with Bonesaw, awesome. and I'm going to fail. Yeah, It doesn't even tell you the right answer. That's no. that's by design. That's, that's the that's meanest good part because Did your husband make that for you? <laughs> wow. All right. What'd you get, Nas? I got 100 points. 100 All points. All right. My turn? Here Dennis we go. Up. Here we go, guys. I'm going. 
New Mutants, which character featured <laughs> nice. in the film was not on the original New Mutants team? I'm going to go with Magic because that's the correct answer. Ghost Rider, Spirits of Vengeance. On whom did Nicolas Cage base his performance? Peter Fonda? P his pet snake, Peter England, Peter Fonda, Frank Langella. I'm going to go with Frank Langella. Are you it's serious? Not, I, it, it was either him or Robert England. It, it was not Frank Langella. <laughs> it was, oh. was it Robert England? It was, no, it it was, was Frank Langella as Skeletor. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going for. No, he, he based uh, it on his pet snake, and that's why that's why I put Franklin uh, on there. Is it? Gotcha. Uh, There's a no. Uh, <laughs> oh, turn, 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 turn it down. Turn Maybe it down. a snake does turn that all the time. Bit. There's bees. Frank or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What does GRC stand for? Uh, Global Representation Council, Global Regiment Council, Global Reuniting Corporation, Global Global Repatriation Council. Uh, Hawkeye, Council. which of these is not the name of one of Clint's children? Koopa, Cooper, Dinah, Lila, oh, Nathaniel. It it's Dinah. Yeah. No, no. it's not. No. It's which one's Dinah? Um, Dinah is. I the... thought I thought he had two boys and and one girl. No, he has a Lila. Lila is is uh, what's it called? Um. Uh, Lila, Lila, Lila's the one that that's made up. That's the, that's the Lila. Thing. He met her at a swamp. Oh, oh. He met her at a bar down in Old Soho. How how are the duck? What was the place the unemployment office sent Howard to work? It's a vol It's volcano uh, or lava? I think no. it's lava of love. There yeah, lava, you go. Of love. lava of love. Well done. I win. These are really hard, Frank. Yep. For yeah. you guys, it depends well, on which yeah, questions you, you get. Them. Like if, I didn't if, write them. <laughs> If if Dennis would have got the Spider Man ones, it would have been over. I think. I don't think. I don't know. I'm not sure. How many times do you have to watch Howard the Duck to say that you shouldn't have watched Howard the Duck that many times? Once. Mm, once well, we did. A... We did it one more than that for sure. Yeah. At least. Yes. Well, there's the game, and then anybody else who's interested is welcome to go um, check that out uh, as well. And by the way. We've gotten the second reminder from the audience volume, FYI. So All definitely right. stop, stop yelling at the freaking. All right. Stop yelling, <laughs> stop yelling at the mic. Uh, All right. Well, thank you for putting that together. That was really cool, Frank. Yeah. Uh, and, and people can are welcome to still go and play that whenever they want, right? Yeah. Yep. And and maybe we'll add more questions at some point later on because eventually people are going to get those answers correct every time. Yeah, right now right now the the high scores only save locally, which is dumb. Um yeah. but I didn't want to have anything where where we would get information from them. Yeah. So, yeah, so Hawkeye's yeah. daughter is Layla, isn't it? It's Layla. Uh Hawkeye's daughter? I thought his daughter is Layla. Layla. Uh <laughs> Uh, Cooper, Cooper, Lila. Oh, okay. Layla. There you go. Excellent fontage, Frank Elbokoff. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, I, I think it's a, time. What's it called? The, I was trying to use the, the, the font that we use. I was trying to be consistent, but they don't yeah. have an impact font in Google. Yes. Right. Yeah, that costs right. money. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's time that we probably move on to the thing that we promised everybody we talked about. So we, should we do it? Oh, man, I love the title of this episode. So good. Uh, 
All right. We're putting the spotlight on Peacemaker episode four, a.k.a. The Chode Less Traveled. Uh, but before we do, spoiler warning, if you haven't watched it yet, please turn away and come back when you have. Uh, you can thank us later. Um, so just a quick recap of this one before we start talking about it. Uh, following a somewhat successful mission, Mern recruits Vigilante. Meanwhile, after learning that the team helped land his father in prison, Peacemaker confronts his complicated past. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of the synopsis. I think that's a pretty good synopsis, but like... I just wanted you guys to just go and talk about what what your thoughts are for this episode, and then I can share some of mine later as we go on. Nas goes first, Ricky. Don't say anything. I know. I was preempting for all the times you did. What am I going first with? What are you asking me? Uh, I'm just like tell me tell me what was what was the thing that that. I mean, one, did you like this episode? Did you dislike this episode? And, and and what what sold you on it or did or didn't? I did. So I so I so uh, I watched all four of them. I watched the first three last night and I watched uh, episode four this afternoon. Wow. Least. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just I time got away from me and then I realized I had three episodes to watch all at the same time. It was crazy. So um, I enjoyed episode four uh quite a bit i think the show has kind of uh it's it's doing some good james gunn things where it's it's got these it, it presents these cliched characters and sets up expectations and then kind of tries to tear those expectations down by showing either vulnerability or you know just some some interesting aspect of the character that maybe you didn't think you'd see um i'm curious to see how they do that what they end up doing with his dad because his dad's being set up as a total piece of crap um <laughs> but you know uh there i i anticipate that they're going to do something to show even how he became that way or they're just gonna totally throw him under the bus yeah that guy um but what I liked about the episode was uh, I liked Vigilante. I, I like Vigilante quite a bit. I think he's pretty funny. Although when, you know, again, just watching it all in a row, my first impression was poor man's Deadpool because he had the mask on. He was doing a lot of miming. He was moving like Deadpool. You know, he was act, he was quipping a lot. Interesting. Okay. And I was like, oh man, this guy is like, I don't know, like it, I it's agree. trying yeah. too hard. But when he went in and he got manipulated and he went into, so spoiler alert, him going into prison <laughs> and in the most awkward way possible, him going into the jail and starting a fight with the uh, white supremacists made me laugh out loud and kind of get excited. I was, I really liked that scene. Uh, that I also like the show, man. He stole that was, episode. It was really yeah. good. Um, but I also really liked, which is why they put him, I mean, his face walking through the prison is like the, the picture for the episode, right? Yeah. So it's very yeah. clearly like he's the big moment. Uh, but um, I also liked um, that dad, dad maker didn't fall for it, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Because I'm really curious yeah, to see maker. because they're, they're, they're touting him as this big kind of he's kind of a badass. Like how did he get all this stuff, right. That he's providing peacemaker with he's, he's yes. clearly 
something's up with him. So I think if they had gotten a fight, I, I think Vigilante might have been surprised by this guy, this old this old man. So it was pretty good. It was it was interesting. It, it's got the surprise ending. I won't say right now, but but <laughs> the surprise ending that absolutely wasn't a surprise to me where I was just like, okay, yeah, I mean, I kind of expected this coming. So um, it was, it was cool. Ricky, do you want to go next? Yeah, no, I agree with Nas on a lot of it. Um, I think the big difference is rather than Nas who watched it, you know, pretty much back to back to back, we had the, the week gap where we got to let it sit. A lot of this episode, I kind of got over the James Gunnisms, you know, like I feel like his stuff kind of only works in a movie type of setting and seeing it play out. Like, I don't know if I could ever do like a Deadpool show. It just seems like it would stop being funny after a while. Interesting. But the vigilante stuff kind of turned it around for me in this episode because I I was 100 percent expecting vigilante to like totally be down with with uh, the white dragon <laughs> dragon. So when he wasn't, why he just he kind of even, the way they built his character, like how but in, he, the, in the third episode, he was giving him crap for his dad being racist. Kind of, but I don't know. Kind of. I, I just felt like he, he was, he wasn't going to go all the way with it, you know, like, so to see him act on, on, on it was really cool. Um, also, yeah, don't cosplay the white dragon at Comic-Con. Just throwing that out there. Not a good look. <laughs> someone's gonna do it what I'm, if that's uh, the only character you see yourself hopefully as? my oh, psa gets out there and frank but i really like to i thought representation matters no nope. i'm confused nope. now you just can't do the white dragon that's the one costume wow. that and and sexy chewbacca those two out of out of comic-con no no that one that one matters <laughs> that one what about black chrysanthemum can you be breakdancing hitler <laughs> oh man this show How low are the shorts so we only have so much time in the day, guys. But I, you know, it, like it turned it around. That his moment in the prison really turned it around for me. Um, I'd be curious to see going forward if my sentiments on the James Gunn stuff kind of uh, continue or not. I just think it's you know every ten minutes of the show can't be you know a joke. It'll get thin after a while. So I'm trying to see if yeah. I'll, I'm eager to see if he turns it around or or surprises me in other ways you're, you're describing the whole marvel universe catalog of movies every 10 minutes is a joke yeah like, seriously peacemaker at least lets emotional moments ride like when he's rolling on the ground remembering his past and crying about it like it, at least there's emotional beats that they let breathe there mm -hmm. and for me that's what sold it to me actually i thought the, the whole move the whole episode was kind of kind of bland until um i saw john cena kind of acting in that way that i've never seen him act before which yeah. I'm still, I think that's a fluke because I don't, I don't think John Cena is a good actor. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to see if there's maybe cognitive dissonance or something in my head where I don't see him as a good actor or something like that, or maybe I'm getting hypnotized. I'm not sure what's going on, but John Cena did some good work in that scene. I don't think he's ever got his time to shine, right? <clears throat> you, you're well, yeah. He's usually in like comedies or something, or what was that yeah. serious movie he was in that was. That was dumb. I forget. Uh, wasn't he a sniper serious? in the military or something? <laughs> this, the Marine. The Marine. Yeah, yeah, this second, third this Marine. isn't a comedy. Yeah. Like, this is the comedy. Yeah. No, 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 no. I get that. I get that. But but I'm, I'm talking about you're expecting comedic moments out of him, but you're not expecting him to, like, 
uh, emote and show like character growth or development or like like the scene in the first show when he's like punching his chest and crying on the bed and talking mm-hmm. about his facial exercises. You're not expecting things like that to happen. That was that was hilarious. Like that. No, no. But I I just didn't feel like that was played for anything but laughs. The the payoff was hilarious. Like his, but him him crying is character growth. Like he's showing that that he's confused. He's conflicted about his his morals. Yeah, but they kind of top it off with him doing like a a shotgun rip with the fucking (laughs) butterfly. You know. Well, no, no. He's talking about the first episode. Yeah, no, like, but yeah, I, I, we went back to talk about the first episode. Yeah. This one, he he does do the shotgun rip with the butterfly, but I, I'm talking about after that. That was like the I first part right. of that. But I don't scene. think that's comedy. I think for a lot of people, I hope you're not making fun of people who do that for you know, like to help get through something. You know, like I'm not saying I'm endorsing it or anything, but like, like I I didn't take that as a comedic thing. I took that as this guy's in pain. Uh, you wouldn't make fun of somebody for drinking a bunch of alcohol, like right, before, you know, to 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 deal with their their emotional st- troubles. So like, he wants to escape. That's what I took that mm-hmm. as, and so I don't I don't mind that he was doing that. I agree, um, but I think but I think the performance of it was done in a comedic way. That's my point. Like I didn't see like his performance being radically emotional. Like when I watch it, I'm like, oh, here's John C- Cena pretending to have an emotional moment. I didn't see it as oh wow he's really showing range. Yeah, well, okay. 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 Not, but maybe maybe it's up, ambiguous like, though. You know, like in, in if, fairness, they, if they cut the music, I can see if, if you do it without the music in those final few beats, maybe it would have been a little more serious. Yeah. But just no. with the music, I think it. No, were, I think I think right. the I think the the music helped, but I, I don't. I'm not here to argue uh, whether or not he had range. But I will argue that I think if you guys, it, for anybody that wasn't like feeling this episode the same way, I think that's because this episode had a, a different uh, purpose than the uh, than the previous three. I think the first three were to like get you on board with the fun and the ride and everything like that. But I thought the coolest part about this episode is that it did that tonal shift in the way that that really good comedy can do. Like comedy can get the best emotional moments out of out of you because they make you laugh for so long and so i really appreciated that we got that rise of like vigilante at the prison just saying the most ridiculous things to white supremacists and then beating the crap out of them it was all just this amazing laugh out loud moment and then you go to peacemaker at the end who's reliving this horrible trauma that we're seeing and whether or not you know you want to argue his acting i'm not I'm not trying to do that, but I'm I'm tar- I'm talking about what was shown on the screen. Those flashbacks, those were those were horrible. Those you know, pretty I mean? horrible. And so, I wasn't yeah. saying that John yeah. Cena is going for Oscar bait or something, something like that. <laughs> yeah. I was saying that John Cena was impressing me with his with his yeah. acting. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he'd kind of gone a little farther than he had before. No, for sure. He's normally in comedies. Out of I, anyone, I, his I, his stock is going up after this show already. You know, I will agree that that scene was brutal, but. I got more, I was more emotionally invested when Adrian came out of prison and he was like, I think I made it worse. Like sitting down oh, when yeah. he was like, I think yeah. I made it worse. I was like, oh yeah, like this, I believe this scene. Yeah. That whole stuff with the flashback, I was like, yeah, I believe that's awful. And that would turn this guy into this terrible person. But I don't think that the performance was 
or even the direction of that scene was as good as even Vigilante coming out of jail and having that like, oh, I, I tried to do something that I thought was good and I blew it, mm-hmm. which was almost the exact same type of thing, but done so much better. Well, that's that's still to my point, though, that they let those emotional moments breathe a little bit. Like you didn't immediately yeah. get like a dick joke when no. uh, Vigilante came out and said that's, that. That's because yeah. the whole episode was named after a dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. That Maybe Marvel should do that. Maybe they should have Chodians of yeah. the Galaxy or something. Yeah. It's the <laughs> yeah. difference between uh, it's the difference between uh, James Gunn's writing too. And for instance, uh, Taika Waititi, which I have, which I think I've said on the show, like he pisses me off because <laughs> yeah. he does too many jokes. Like he mm-hmm. never lets an emotional moment breathe. Yeah. Well, like, He's well, got to throw something in ridiculous. Think, and James Gunn knows when to like, hold on one second. Like the people count. The scene when they're, when he's leaving his dad's house after he gets the helmets and he confronts his neighbor, he kind of goes in this funny rant about like how he's a superhero. <laughs> me better than Batman because Batman's a pussy. But he it, it gets a little serious at the end of it. I, those are the moments that I'm looking for because he mm-hmm. he calls them out like, yo, Batman's like letting the people go out who really need to die. And he's, he's I don't just, think they play it as a joke. It's played very seriously. I, I want to also mention the sand. And, yeah. And, and he's frustrated. Who he is, who he I also mention that mm-hmm. He said that Batman doesn't kill. I know. I know. Bullshit. Bullshit. Peacemaker. This. Snyder's Batman killed a lot of people, but killed, it's fine. It's people. fine if you know they're they're trying to like clean it up a little bit. It's whatever. It's cool. Well, I mean, or maybe, or, maybe or or Frank, maybe Peacemaker takes place after Flashpoint. <laughs> oh, that would be sick. No, um, yeah. also the, he he also name dropped some villains. Yeah, he yeah. Said the, they named and, and, heroes, and, and and matter yeah. matter eater lad as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was yeah. really cool. When did he oh, name drop Doll Man? That was in like episode. Two, oh yeah, like three two or something. something. Yeah, yeah. Three. Or oh two. yeah, it was yeah, three. It was three. Because yeah. there is such a bigger. It's all universe. together for Nas. There is such a bigger universe in Suicide Squad than there is in everything leading <laughs> up to it, and it's a little bit jarring because every and I kind of wrote this in the notes. Like everybody knows of capes, and they're all dealing with it. And like those cops are like Gotham PD style. Like, oh, I hope this isn't a cape problem. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I like that. But it's a little jarring because it's so like in this, but not in everything leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's true. It's it, so I think I think the you know the best course of action for DC material is you know they already shot the bed so long ago. Uh, let let just enjoy each individual piece uh, by itself, and yeah. and if it happens to to you know, flourish and become something bigger that, that spins out of it. Cool. So like, I, I, what I think you're saying is this one seems to get the DC universe better than most of the other things that have tried to get the DC universe. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's funny that there's so much hate, you know, like out there that like, Oh, I don't want to watch that one. That looks stupid or whatever. And it's like, all right. I mean, that's your loss. That's your loss. If you're choosing not to watch this show, because uh, this show is, is taking the risks that that nothing else is is willing to do right now you know what i mean so like yeah. I, I would love to that. see this show's numbers post flashes release to see I if mean, there's like a spike who knows mm-hmm. who knows but like to to speak back to what else i liked about the episode was you know i, I agree with, with nas 
vigilante like he stole so much of the show in the beginning of it uh and then i talked about how much i loved how it it took that dark emotional turn uh, i know a lot of you guys were kind of like uh almost hinting at it but i'm not sure if you're aware this episode was not directed by james gunn this mm, direct right. it was directed by jody hill who is famous for doing pretty much every Danny McBride TV show ever and also a few of his movies. Oh, really? Uh, That's funny. And I thought it was a really good pairing, especially on the set, on the rewatch, because that scene where they're in the car uh, and he's like, and Vigilante's like, you know, I've decided to thank you for letting me be tortured. And he's like, you're welcome. You know, like uh, that plays out like every scene ever of Danny McBride not giving a crap about another person that's sitting he's, right he's next to him. Like yeah, every he's bounding down. Totally eastbound and down. Everything. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, this is, I get why Jody Hill was, was the person you went to yeah. for this one. This is, this is, this is like his zone, man. This was his zone entirely. And so um, I really, I really, if you go back and watch any eastbound and down, this episode plays out a lot like that show. It's pretty cool. Or vice principles, or even the Righteous Gemstones, which is out now also on HBO Max. Um, but yeah, I loved, I loved, I loved the Jody Hillness of the thing, and I loved how we finally got that, you know, that that turn to sadness uh, after four episodes of just you know la big laughter for for a long time. And I also really like that we're getting little story arcs of all these characters. I'm not really sure what John Economos's story arc is yet, but it'll probably be funny. Um, Mern's is pretty obvi obvious, kind of at this point. Um, but Harcourt and Leota's, I think they have some really cool emotional, uh, really <clears throat> moving story arcs happening right now. Like uh, Harcourt is learning from Leota how to feel again, right? Because Leota's reminding her that like killing shouldn't be a simple thing simple you thing, do, yeah. and 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 the more she hangs out with Leota the more she's realizing, God, I have hardened my heart too much, you know? And so like, you're getting some really good acting out of her just from her looks and stuff. Like just, just the way she like, you know, when, when uh, Chris leaves her at the bar and she's like feeling bad about being, you know, mean to him. And then, so yeah. she wants to go and help vigilante out. Like it's, that's a really touching thing, but also Leota, like it's kind of scary because she's like becoming the manipulator that her mom Amanda Waller is, right? Like that's that's what Clark was mentioning earlier in the comments as well, and like that's cool and gross, especially considering how she's constantly at work listening to all of her coworkers shit talk her mom, like like big and, time, and, and like list by example all the the horrible things her mom does. And then she's kind of doing them without even realizing it. It's, it's pretty weird. It's pretty creepy. Well, and I wonder, because, you know, Amanda Waller has, she knows something about the operation that no one else does. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's why she put her, put her little there. Yeah. yeah. But we don't know what that is yet. And she how much suspects of one of them is a butterfly probably. Right. I was going to say, do, do we think Mern has been a butterfly since the beginning or is that, or did he become a butterfly during like episode three? I think he has. I don't He's know. Been from the beginning. I also, I also would. I'm guessing that the butterfly thing is not the the big threat either. Right. I'm probably, guessing the butterfly. Charlie is the gorilla. Not a threat Do you think? <laughs> I, yeah, I just about to bring it up. Is that Grodd in the comics? That is absolutely no. not Grodd. Okay. There's no way. There's no way. You don't understand. 
Who's how Charlie many, the Gorilla? How many gorillas there are in the DC universe? <laughs> there I, are so many to choose from. Uh, but the the top, so there's Ultra Humanite, uh, which by the way they did mention Charlie the Gorilla is a silverback. Uh, so that kind of rules out uh, Grodd already. I'm shocked right? to learn that there's more than one gorilla. I feel. Oh my oh god! My. <laughs> Ultra Dude, at Humanite. Some point they turn the whole universe into gorillas, man. Who's the Who's the French one that hangs out with Brain? Oh yeah, Frank. <laughs> Monsieur, uh, yeah, gorilla or something. Monsieur it's, something, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just shit. Uh, quick Google yeah. search. How many he's, gorillas he's... are in the DC? <laughs> a lot, dude. A lot. Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah, a Monsieur and... Mala. Yeah. Oh, Monsieur Mala. Mala. Yeah. Monsieur Mala. But he was Mala. he was uh, yeah. voiced by uh, fucking Glenn Shaddix, who played yeah. Otho. In, yeah. But uh, in all honesty, it's probably because of the way deep cuts the the deep cuts that James Gunn goes. It's probably none of those three, uh, uh, especially not Gorilla Grodd, because he's prominently featured in The Flash. He's actually one of The Flash's like number one villains, uh, and so I really just don't think Gorilla Grodd would be a, a, on that level, on that like Z tier level. I mean, Gorilla Grodd's like A tier villain for for Flash, so and even Justice League too. So I would say that based on looking stuff up on the internet. The best guess is going to be, um, what is it, Sergeant Gorilla, who's Sergeant from Gorilla. like, yeah. who's from like a comic like from like the nineteen six seventies or sixties something is like he that, just the, like 60s, 60s, uh, 60s, smart 60s, gorilla. Right? Yeah, uh, he's a gorilla that was trained in military uh, combat and used to help win World War Two. And I mean, you're shaking your head, but like, I didn't make this stuff up, man. Like, this is just, <laughs> this is just like, it, it, that's the deep cut that they bring think back. What's the, uh... oh, that's Marvel, the animal team, the animal team, the pet Avengers, whatever the alpha <laughs> force or whatever. I have no idea what you're talking about, man. <laughs> Disregard. All right. Disregard. Anyways. That was me ranting for a while, but I, 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 do you guys have any better theories for what Charlie the gorilla is? Uh, no, I, I'm, I mean, I'm cool with uh, them. Ten maybe seconds of filler. Not, not using that as a threat, but maybe using it as a season two fodder or something like that. I'm, I'm cool with them seeding it season one and then coming back to it season two. I don't yeah. think he's going to be the big bad of this. Episode. Nah, how, I don't how, think how, is this nine episodes so or six episodes? Eight. Eight episodes. Eight episodes. So we're you, I don't know why your options were six or nine. That was interesting. That's Only six or nine. That's, that's it. That's six. Um, right there. No, but uh, what I was going to say, though, is I don't think it needs a big bad. I think I'm fine with the straight up story. Have White Dragon be the villain and then have the butterflies be like a sub villain. And then we find out Waller knows something else. And then seeds for season two are planted. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. Do you think mm -hmm. the dad is going to put on that suit before the season's over? I really hope so. I really, I, mean, I hope. Like I don't think he is, but I, I, I hope that he is. I mean, e even uh, what's his name uh, from Zorro put on this. Anthony Hopkins from Zorro was Zorro for like ten seconds at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. How racist do you think they'll they'll get with him? You know, I've been pretty impressed with him though, because like they've barely gotten racist with him. They do racism by association. Like they they sit him at a table with white supremacists, but then he tells a story about how, how like he hit somebody on the back of the head for not paying attention and it's like that's the least racist story you could ever tell at a table full of racist people i don't know he was pretty well, racist in the first episode he was he was in the first episode but since he's been like like i feel like they just wanted to get it out there and then they haven't 
they haven't dug they haven't died like gone back to that well again since that first they they that they first don cheated his racism they were like look i'm I here i'm racist let's I, move on kinda yeah okay yeah. i like that example it, that works it's almost works. like a weird like you want do you want them to go go there or not go there like it's such a weird i don't do you know want them to be going there like i don't i don't know that i need them to. how racist do you want the just, white dragon to be well i <laughs> well I, mean, I do find it interesting that when he first arrived at the uh, prison maybe you guys talked about this last week when they when all the prisoners kind of started hailing the white dragon he did not look very happy about it i mean the guy is obviously not happy in general about there anything has, yeah yeah there has to be a reason he's not the white dragon anymore right, right? but like everybody knows he was too like that's yeah. the other with even the cops law enforcement knows like yeah. i think the whole damn town knows he was the white dragon yeah, and he still lives there. So, like, what are the conditions for why he gets to live in that town and not be pestered by anything other than maybe, his annoying neighbor? Maybe that's a stipulation of him getting to live there and not be arrested. Like, may, maybe he agreed to not wear the suit or something. Maybe there's some kind of agreement. maybe, yeah. yeah. So, like, it's weird how much I want a backstory on this guy. Like, I really do. Like, um, <laughs> it, it could be why he pushes Watchmen he pushes episode so four. Style flashback episode. Uh, it yeah. could be why he pe- pushes Peacemaker because he can't himself suit up and go out there and and you know um, right wrongs or do crimes or whatever whatever that White Dragon's motives are. I don't, I'm not even familiar with the character that right. Much. Well, they said I I like that they said he said in the car that the reason he, he he still loves his dad is because they hate crime. They both hate crime. Yeah. That was that was their their only place of bonding. And like he so desperately wants to still feel the love of his father, and so he's willing to look past a lot of other baggage, a lot of crap, uh, to get there. And that was really touching. And and I felt bad for him, you know. Like, and I think you're supposed to feel bad for him in that moment. But like, I really, I also, I gotta say, I was a little thrown off by like Vigilante's response when he's like, when he said, "Because I love him," and he's like, "Huh." And I, I just to be clear, in episode three, Vigilante, when they threatened to go and kill his family, he was like, "Too late." Um, right? Did Vigilante kill all of his family? Like, like I, I'm I don't think to... he cares. I don't think. I don't yeah, think... yeah, that's fair. That's possible. I, th- I, I think if, if 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 they did, or if he did, um, he he doesn't care either way. Vig- Vigilante seems to not have a conscience when it comes yeah. to killing no. people. But he seems very happy and supportive of his dad who left his mom to go be with another man. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're in he love. Does. They're in he's, love. He certainly you know? does. That was yeah. a pretty funny scene. I like, I like or, scenes like Or maybe he's just bluffing, you know, in that moment because, like, he's really bad at bluffing. I mean, bluffing. he does break down at the end of the episode. Yeah, he does. When he, yeah. you know, he admits that he fucked up. And yeah. That was a really ugly moment, too. But. I don't I, yep. I don't know if you caught this last week because I'm pretty sure you didn't watch our, our show because you were you hadn't caught these three episodes yet, Nas. But um, I mentioned last week that uh, the guy playing uh, Vigilante, uh, Freddie Stroma, he is actually a replacement actor. No, the original character, the original actor uh, dipped out of the show mid-production due to creative differences. Interesting. So they had to replace him. And I I love a story where you get to see somebody else fill in the, the shoes of somebody who was chosen and yeah. just knock it out of the park the way he's yeah. doing. Like he's, he's, he's got a lot of depth to that character Plummer. that he's added. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, exactly. Who else? Yeah, Michael J. Fox, mm-hmm. Eric Stoltz mm-hmm. from uh, Back to the Future. No, the other way around. Oh, sorry. No, Michael wait, J. wait. Michael J. Fox. I thought Fox. we were talking about the people that are losing out. I thought we were giving that one no. out for the home. Oh, no, 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 no. We're talking about the people oh, that yeah, we're talking got about the people the, that suggested they got that jump, one. They, they got to jump oh, in oh. And, and knock it out of the park. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I, I was backwards. I was backwards on that one. <laughs> yeah, you were. I'm all like, Don yeah, Cheadle, pulling out for Eric Stoltz, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Don Cheadle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, said. Don Cheadle, that's different because we got to see both versions. I'm saying... Yeah, never, Ricky. Damn it, never, Ricky! I repeated never, what you said. We never get to see Eric Stoltz's Back to the Future. That's not. That's not well, a thing. There's scenes we out there. Ricky, you, you we don't, don't see it. Are there scenes? Yeah, there's the pictures. They shot like Mike Barnes from Karate Kid Three. Oh, Mike Barnes. There you go. I don't know. I don't know why that matters. But I, I'm willing I was to check to the... see Mike Barnes this uh, past season of Cobra Kai. <laughs> I was surprised that we didn't. I'm uh, I'm checking the I'm checking the comments now because I wanted to let you guys get a lot of stuff off uh, you know out there about peacemaking before I check the comments uh, or before I, I brought up the comments and I have this one from uh, I had I had a game or a question here from Sea Cow Soda if each if each of you were a chode what kind of chode would you be is that how it's called chode I thought it was always yeah. C H O D yeah I thought it was O D uh, I don't I don't think it matters and but that's the way it's spelled in in the in the episode uh, but that's what you took from that question so cool, cool yeah cool, cool. <laughs> um I would be the good kind seek out soda and that's that's just that's just my preference um and we don't have to all answer that question it's I'd probably be a uh, chode McBlob from tripping the rift. <laughs> A, that's that's quite the deep cut. That's almost as deep a cut as the Apple Dumpling Gang. Yeah, that was so good. I was like, "What?" I lost my mind when he said that. I'm like, "Man, <laughs> I've never amazing. seen that movie, but I had to look it up." And I was like, "Okay, apparently, if I want to watch that, I can watch it on on, it's on uh, Disney Plus." Disney right? Plus, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't uh, know what kind of chode I would be, but <laughs> I do know what happens. To a chode that gets struck by lightning. Oh my god! <laughs> the same thing that happens to everything else. Oh it's man, true. it's true. I like uh, the Flintstones push pop chode. That's what what's, it has to be. <laughs> what's the what's the over under that that judo master actually did replace his heart with his kidney? Yeah, that's that's got to be a hundred percent. I'm thinking it has to have happened one or two times at least. Yeah. You know, yeah. probably. Yeah, it probably that, did. That'd be funny. That'd, That'd be, be pretty good. good. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I, I, Sir John, I know, I know you got some opinions, and I wanted to get that out there. Have you seen the John Cena memes? Honestly, I'm skipping because of John Cena. So many DC characters to do instead of John Cena's Peacemaker. Literally anyone else. Um, I think the exact opposite. I think he's the reason to do it because he's a blank slate. That character has existed in modern DC comics since 2019. Uh, and that means that fans can't can't uh, project what the character is supposed to be onto it, which is, I think, the exact problem that Boba Fett is having right now in uh, on TV. Mm-hmm. It's a really weird thing to be watching Boba Fett and Peacemaker weekly. Like, like those two shows are exact opposite ends of the spectrum for me. Uh, and 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 it's because one, I have expectations of. And the other, I have zero expectations of. Uh, which one's which? I have zero <laughs> expectations of Peacemaker. The one with the helmet. Right? Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like I don't like I mean, I do I think I'm gonna be entertained by Peacemaker? Yeah, but that's because of James Gunn. But do I care what he does on his journey? No. Uh, but I will say that he's done a lot more uh growth and 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 just uh interesting th- like action in his show than Boba Fett has so far. Um like every episode is just like, wow, that was like I watch them one day apart, you know what I mean? Every week. And and it's it's really yeah. weird. It's really weird to see one versus the other and know that like this is what happens when you let James Gunn play with the untapped uh resources. You know what I mean? So like I don't know why you would instantly if you're a fan of the superhero genre, I don't know why you would deny yourself some like something entertaining like this. Um like I feel I find the impatience of a lot of fans really weird out there that like this should be happening before this and this and this. It's like, guys, it's all bureaucracy that prevents the things you want to happen from not happening right away. But like, trust that one day you will get the thing you want and you probably won't even like it when you do. And it could so, literally be one studio exec that had a bad day. Yeah, and exactly. didn't want to have like you know uh, Obi Wan yeah. show right away or something. Why worry? Why worry <laughs> about the things that you don't have and just try to find a way to enjoy the things you do, or at least try watching the things that you're not sure yeah. you're gonna like. Try to enjoy Boba Fett, Dennis. I try. I swear to God, I try. I really do. <laughs> and I try. I oh try. God, but then every try. freaking episode starts with him in the back to take in his blue wet underwear. What's every wrong episode. with that? Yeah, That's I like a, that. You get Tamora Morrison undies Bo- and then Zaddy. John Cena undies back to yeah. back. I'm not even going to dignify your question with a response because because one one of them rocks know, those undies you, better. You know, yeah. I'm not going to say who. We know which one. Yeah, we we yeah. know we know we don't exactly. have to say who. Yeah, but um, I I am curious, Frank. I know you put a lot of time into this trivia, but I'm yep. curious if you also whipped up any nerd fight for us as well i did not i just okay it was all trivia all the time and then i was gonna take like a half hour nap so i could whip up a nerd fight before the show and then it ended up being like a three hour nap mm-hmm. and i barely woke up and with enough time to do the tech check before the show started so uh, all right well then i can i can uh just conjure one off the top of my head since Nas brought it up earlier deadpool versus vigilante who wins oh, deadpool deadpool neil vigilante can't get the yeah. fucked up toe i mean deadpool would win in a straight out fight who would well, i who, who's who right i want to see win probably vigilante who wins in, in a, a karaoke in a karaoke competition deadpool. uh oh that's vigilante, vigilante all the way yeah vigilante all the way ricky is pretty sure that you guys are wrong he thinks scene. deadpool yeah yeah. Are we talking about MCU Deadpool or just Deadpool? There's no such thing as MCU Deadpool. Okay, then Vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> Traitor! <laughs> uh, not not quite yet, unless you count that one commercial he did one time, uh, which was really <laughs> weird and awkward. Seek uh, how Soda's got one for you guys. That's pretty good. I, yeah, since this is a good one, actually. Butterflies versus Starro babies. That's a great. That's a great point. I actually kind of have a problem with the fact that, but that it led right into a, uh, a mind control, alien or whatever. A little uh, different. That, is it? 
No, I mean it's a it's an alien that controls minds, or it's a mind control alien. Mm-hmm. Like the the these are they're they're a little more uh, they're a little more blendy, blendiny. But I yeah, find that <laughs> they're a lot they're a lot more. Covert. You can't put a trench it's coat a, and a hat over a starro head. Yeah, and then be like, yeah, they're oh, a lot more covert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also, also seem with independent. The, the starros need a host, right, to survive. I, you're right. But what I'm saying is, like... I don't know that. Actually, I, I don't know that they need a host to survive. The Starro babies? Yeah. They do. They just, yeah, they need yeah, a face. Don't they just flop around and die when they didn't... Like yeah, the parasitic, right? No, I thought they did something to, to, to make them all fall off and die. Yeah, they killed, the ma- they killed the main, so they all, like... Yeah, yeah, they killed brain. the main. Exactly. No, I was but talking when yeah. he was pooping them out of his armpit. But, um, and then some some of them would miss and then like kind of fall to the for, ground. For the record, Nas, butterflies are not what we think. I I know, but they are still controlling bodies. Unless yeah, I just not. thought it was interesting. I just not. thought it was fascinating that they went from the and and no one's acknowledged it yet in the show, which I think they should. Like, oh, I just fought you know an an alien that takes over with starfish, and now I'm fighting an alien that takes over with butterflies. What, uh, hypothetically, Nas, if they were um, like the Archelians from Men in Black, and yeah. they just had like host bodies that they grew to ride around in, mm-hmm. um, would you accept that more, or would you just be? Yeah, it'd be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if the bodies are just vehicles? Exactly. What if they're not mind? Con- what if they're not controlling or taking uh, like body snatching humans? Yeah, it'd be interesting. I, like I got the impression from Mern that he's been that thing forever. Oh, so he's Be- been because because like he was even telling the story about how he's never shared emotions ever before mm. until that one time. You know what I mean? And okay. every time we see them, you know, when they're not being watched, they're very lifeless and still. So like I I I, I think you're making the assumption that they are mind control aliens, but we haven't seen one actually go into the head of an actual human yet. Right? Well, they go into the butt. Hmm. Well, that's what the slideshow showed us. The Thanos it. Yeah. But we haven't seen that actually happen. No, yeah, the you're butt right. Or the, the butt or the mouth. And and I think it could be propaganda that we've been shown. You know what I mean? Like like the so, TVA. Exactly. But it yeah. does make me wonder why Mern would kill his own people. But in fairness, his rival like, rival butterfly. Fashions. In fairness, they did kind of make fun of they, they did kind of make fun of the going from starfish to butterflies really quick. Like, you know, they just didn't go to the they didn't go to the length that you wanted it to be, which is like can't believe we just keep doing mu- uh, mind control thingies, you know. But well, also like oh, I mean now we're getting to like nitty gritty. But like when they showed when you shoot one, they don't necessarily die, you know, right. They like they men, like just, men in black. Yeah, they like can just fly killings. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But well, where do you think we're going next week when they go to the the butterfly uh, food factory? Hmm. I have a better yeah. question. No Why did they make fun of that poor little girl that looks so goofy? <laughs> there, Why? I feel like I feel like there's, a, there's a point to it, and we don't get to know it yet. I, I'm not I'm not judging that one until it's done. I feel like there's something to that. Cause that was like makeup on that girl. That was like that was a 
I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that was a weird looking girl. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna say like that was intentional. Nerd fight, girl from episode three or girl from Hereditary. Oh man. Uh, see now you're making it weird. Now you 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 did you did a weird thing there. Um, I don't know, but I feel you, Nas. If they don't ever, if they don't ever acknowledge it, then yeah, that that was that was a weird thing. But in the in fairness, John Cena was trying his hardest to be respectful about her. You know what I mean? Like, but there's a lot of body shaming going on in the show in general. Like, a lot a lot of people are hating on him and his bubbly physique or his giant head or his whatever, Easter so. Island head, as uh, yeah, as Oliver exactly. called it. Exactly. So, how do we feel and, about kind of giving away the uh, allegiance swapping of Judo Master in the opening credits? I don't know that we're giving it away in the opening credits because, like, I mean, everybody's dancing in the opening credits. Like everybody's dancing yeah, in that. Even, like even the, White Dragons dancing. Even the White Dragons dancing there, and the and the janitor from the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Ooh, that we're are we gonna it. see him again? Are we? I wish we would. Like, hope so. Yeah. With those but, moves. Yeah, I will say that the 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 opening credits that 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 interpretive dance scene is like one of the best intros I've ever seen on a TV show, and I love watching it every week. It's so it's so hilarious. Pretty fun. And, and Ricky's over there shaking his head no again. It's you don't fun, like it, but I definitely hit skip. I know you do. I, I know you do. <laughs> I can't. I can't hit skip. Actually, yeah. even if I were to hit skip accidentally, I would just rewind. Hmm. It. I have to I hit saw, skip twice because they play like I, a stupid ad before, and then they... I saw I saw the making of it on uh, on TikTok today. It was oh, the cool. behind the behind the scenes of that scene. So How did cool. they not bust up? I tried doing that with my wife, and we just started <laughs> laughing. They did a lot of takes and a lot of rehearsal with uh, with with uh, masks on. Yeah, uh-huh. they were. All, you, you get to oh, see yeah. them all doing their pandemic mask rehearsal dances and it's it's just funny but one of the things that uh you know danielle brooks i believe his name uh yeah danielle brooks who plays uh leota she says in the behind the scenes like one of her favorite things about that dance is that you just get to see so many different body types yeah like all doing this dance together and it's just a really beautiful thing to see and like i agree like and so like i think that i think the show allows for room to be like to show all this cool representation, but at the same time, like every now and then we're going to make fun of each other a little bit. You know what I mean? We're going to poke fun at it. But like, I do think that with the girl, I want to believe there's something else to that little girl because like everybody else who gets body shamed in the show gets a chance to stick up for themselves as well. And that little girl just got shot in the face. So like, you I know, know. <laughs> I know. So, so let's, let's, I think we're going to get a story about why at some point, it just feels like very James Gunn. Like we're gonna see the factory where they make these bodies, and we're gonna see that they got the rejected suit or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. that particular butterfly oh got the shaft. Whatever. What? I mean, do you not want that? Do you not want to see that? I like can. This? I'm okay with a child looking how they look. I don't need an explanation. <laughs> that, that child was intentionally made to look bad. All right. I think it's just like, a joke. I think he's I don't, looking. I don't even remember what the child yeah. looked like. Actually, it's part of a bit. The she bit's looked over. Like, like like the chick from. Uh, I'm good. I don't need a backstory on her. I think I think the, that the does she look like the chick from Doom Patrol. I think you should never assume that the bit's over when it comes to James Gunn. The bit is never over. I like, hope it's, it's over. Just, it, well, you can hope it is, but you would. I think you'd be wrong to assume it is. 
right. Check in next week to see if the bit's over. Check in next week. <laughs> I'm I'm not even saying next week. I'm saying like it could be it could be the final episode or something like that. You know what I mean? Like he does do a lot of restraint, James Gunn does. Yeah. Julietta Ferguson. I can't even find a picture of her on IMDb. There's no picture of her. Weird um, little girl butterfly. Her name is Julietta Ferguson. Anyways, uh, I've got nothing else specifically to talk about about this episode. Like I loved it. Uh, I, I appreciate uh, you know different opinions, and I appreciate that you guys have different different takes on on how it goes. But like at the end of the day, I think is it safe to say we would all still recommend that during this pandemic, if you got nothing better to do, watch Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, if you're prepared for the HBO isms. For sure. The HBO isms. Yeah. 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 I see I, like a sideways picture of her. Man, they, they're really limited on pictures of little girls online. I, I feel like I'm gonna get I feel like the NSA is already opening up a file the, on me uh, right now. Yeah, we might have we, we might have made this weird. We might have yeah. made this weird. Uh let's let's move away from that and let's I think, just I talk think about the cops are knocking at my door, guys. I, I, gotta... I think I think I think we need to wrap this up really quick and uh uh, let's why don't we just like you know have everybody check back with us next week when we'll be discussing more peace waker peacemaker with our guest zach which i just surprised you guys with that you didn't even know that what um, yeah you Who's didn't even know that zach morris uh, well, is you'll trash have to, you'll have to tune in till next week to find out um but yeah thank you to Nas, uh frank and ricky for nerding out with me today if you'd like to take a moment to let people know where they can find you now's your chance if not we can just move on <laughs> after the little girl discussion nope don't find me please <laughs> uh i mean i i want to believe that that's gonna pay off later so let's what does let's she look like does she look like dorothy from doom patrol what's the deal <laughs> kind of actually kind of does she really yeah that's pretty okay. close that's a pretty accurate description um but worse no I don't know. she's worse I don't than dorothy I don't know, no, no, no. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Dorothy looks like yet another monkey from from the DCU. Oh that Ricky Thanks about. to the our gorilla. patrons for supporting our growth, and to our audience for tuning in. Ape, sir. If if you had fun, <laughs> please, uh, Frank. What can they do? And please don't mention the little girls anymore. Yeah, I'm not going to mention the little girls. Just, just smash that like button, subscribe, leave comments because it really helps. And go to play the trivia game. Try to break it. Uh, let me know. I've already corrected the mistake that I made. So. Uh, go ahead and enjoy it. Frankmanrules.com slash trivia game. And that's all I got to say. Nas. Oh, yeah. And, and give us money for Patreon at Patreon. <laughs> and Nas, you put up your own little your own little thing. We would have done that for you. If we would have been changing that. my name all night. It's okay. my most fun. Nas, uh, if you to want ask. to, you can go follow him at uh, uh, nyhilawa.substack.com. So you can tr uh, track the progress of his novel as it comes into into its final stages one day i don't know yeah etc etc all right and, uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna actually i'm gonna take a minute to this beautiful audience that you've got and promote <laughs> uh maze which is my son's band camp band uh which i'm really proud of i don't know did you ever did you get a chance to listen to my son's music that he put up i, my... I listened to a sample of it yeah, yeah. it's pretty so cool. I, we've it's had pretty a awesome. we've had a all I'm going to say is we've had a productive pandemic. We've been yeah. in the, in the NY hello household, we've been trying to produce and do fun stuff. And so it's been, it's been pretty cool. We've made the most of it. So we're just over here. Watching, making, 
We're just over here making a show nobody watches. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. To each his own. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, we produce something. Whatever. I've put 600 hours into my PS, my PlayStation gaming. (laughs) Well done. Productive. Uh, But yeah, where where can they find your your son's band kit? Maze M4ZE on Bandcamp. Nice. Is what you'll find. So, uh, yeah. It's like background, like ambiance kind of music. Yeah. Right? Ambient. Like yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I, I dug it. I did not go and like buy it or anything like that. I know. <laughs> I don't buy, I don't buy music really. That's I'm, all right. Lame, he's all, especially like from that. unproven kids. Yeah. yeah. He's not, he's not unproven. Yeah. Unless it's Greta Van it. Fleet. Look at there that. Awesome. All right. I think for reals now, we're going to, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, and I just want to say, Thanks for watching Dead Excelsior, True Believers. Enough said. See ya. Soapbox. Go get weird. These guys want to talk a lot.